Hey, 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 everybody. This is Katie from Bless Must Mom Podcast. This is our fifth episode. Happy Tuesday. Today is Monday, but tomorrow is Tuesday, in which the day I will be posting this podcast. Um, Good news from this weekend. The Cardinals swept the Reds. Very exciting. The Cardinals are my team because I grew up in St. Louis. And so I always like a good sweep. I especially like a good sweep against the Reds because I actually used to live in Cincinnati and didn't mind the Reds. But um, later on, a few years ago, well, it was more than a few years ago, Johnny Cueto, who was a Red, kicked Jason LaRue in the face, ending his career. Cleats right to the his eye, and it ended his career. So still haven't let that go. But uh, maybe it's time for that to happen. Anyway, so exciting. Card swept the Reds. So a lot of stuff happened in the news this week. A lot of interesting, sad, happy, exciting. Speaking of exciting, the Duchess of Cambridge had a baby today, a baby boy. I don't know the name yet. I don't know if that's been released or not. But the Duchess of Cambridge had a little boy. So now they've got George and I believe Charlotte and another boy. So that's exciting. Congrats to them. Now, the Duchess of Cambridge knows how to make an exit. Um, Today, my husband came in and he's like, you know, if you're feeling down, don't worry because the Duchess of Cambridge had to come out in a dress hours after she's had a baby and wave nicely to the people, you know, taking pictures and all that stuff. And it has to come out to these late, these, you know, papers and tabloids and all these people that want to get a piece of her right after she's had a baby. And a lot of the places on Facebook like to say, be like, oh, she walks out there like it's no big deal. Like she had a day at the spa. The woman did not have a day at the spa. She did not have a day at a spa. She pushed a child out of her body. She didn't have a day at the spa. We need to cut this lady some slack. She doesn't get to just hang out in the hospital you know, or, um, leave at her leisure, um, while she slums it out in her yoga pants. No, she has to be in heels. There was no way you were getting me in heels after I had either of my children. I put, I don't know, maybe I did put on some makeup before I left the hospital, but I know cause I, I think I took, wanted to take a picture or two, but like, I know that once I had a shower, I felt fantastic, but I didn't have on heels. I had on, you know, maternity yoga pants, which are God's gift to this earth and, um, a nursing shirt and like a sweater and my hair was up and, you know, all I wanted to go do was go home, sit in my recliner and snuggle my new baby. And that's probably what the Duchess of Cambridge wants to do. She probably wants to go home to her castle, but go home and snuggle and get to know her baby. She probably also wants to spend some time with her other little kids because she hasn't probably seen them in about 24 hours. So I think we need to give the Duchess a little bit of slack here because it can't be easy being, I know, yes, it's nice to be a princess. She has a lot of stuff. It's awesome. But the the lady's got to come out and face everybody right after she had a baby. So props to you, Duchess of Cambridge, because you are fabulous and um, you're 
but holding it together for all of us slumming it out of the hospital. Because I know I ain't nowhere. I'm not wearing anything that looks real nice and heels. (laughs) I don't wear heels on a normal day. And when I'm pregnant, absolutely not. When I'm pregnant, heels don't happen. Forget it. Oh my gosh, absolutely not. So the Duchess, nice lady. So speaking of um, powerful women, powerful, classy ladies, um, a sad on a sadder note, Bar- Barbara Bush died this week. Barbara Bush, classy lady, and I've learned a lot about her in the last week. I mean, I haven't learned that much because um, I do want to learn more, but a uh, pretty classy lady from what I've read and what I've seen. And um, as soon as she died, I started hearing quotes and different things about her. And I was like, man, I, I need to read about her. And so I, you know, I get on Amazon, look up her memoir. Of course, her memoir is out of stock at Barnes and Noble and on Amazon. But I think I found a used copy that I ordered online. So hopefully it's coming and I can read that. But um, she was just a phenomenal woman. And she was a mom of six kids six kids that is not easy and um strong strong lady and you know we all have our have our struggles and yeah she was the first lady so isn't that cool but being in the political spotlight just like the duchess um is not easy and she had six kids to take care of um and what's what's real sad is she had I didn't know that her and her husband uh president george bush um the 41st president, they lost a child. They lost um, a little girl named Robin when she was three years old with leukemia. The doctors told her to take her home and and enjoy her, make her comfortable, and just um, spend her last few days or few weeks with her. And um, President Bush actually went and went all over the country looking for somebody that would treat her but couldn't find anybody. Because, I mean, back then, there really just wasn't a lot um, of treatment that they could do for cancer and especially for little children. So, um, so yeah, so they had to go home and do nothing. And I can't even imagine, I can't even imagine when I heard that, it just, it hit me right in my mommy heart. Cause man, losing a child, I, I know that there are some of you out there that have lost a child and my heart goes out to you. And I don't even know that kind of pain. And I hope that I never know that kind of pain. And I hope that others don't have to know that kind of pain because no mama should ever have to bury her child. Um, but it's, she's handled grief and, hardship with such class and dignity and I'm just um I'm just kind of in awe at her life but um I uh I was watching her funeral on Saturday because I just thought oh I wonder if it's on so I turned it on and um Jeb Bush got up and he started talking and he was talking about um he talked about his mom mostly just as a mom um mentioned some people that he'd like to thank for their support uh while his parents have been sick and um one of the first things that he said was she was our first and most important teacher and I think that's something that we have to remember as moms that we are their first teacher when they come to us whether it be biologically through birth or adoption they're looking to 
give all their trust to us and they're looking to learn so much from us and it's so overwhelming to be in that position but you know we're just we just have to do our best and we have to remember that they're learning from us and um, they're counting on us and just to do our best and and that will be what they need because they were given to us God gave our kids to us to take care of he chose us to be their parents and it's it's a big responsibility but he knew what he was doing when he gave them to us um so we're their first and most important teachers um also he said some of these habits and I really really like them number one was sit up I'll read them all and then I'll kind of go back to them sit up number two look people in the eye say please and thank you quit whining and stop complaining do your homework and eat your broccoli um number one sit up I think we all slouch a little bit too much these days especially with our smartphones we're all looking at our we're all looking at our crotches looking at our smartphones like like nobody knows what we're doing we're just sitting there looking at our smartphones hunched over you know sit up look at people um another thing look people in the eye I think it's it's too easy to look away. And when you look people in the eye, it's genuine. You know, you're having a genuine conversation with someone. And I think it puts you on another level and it, it shows how mature you are. Um, say please and thank you. This one is a big one for me. I, I will not give my child something unless she says please. Like when I will stop and she will, I'll be like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Please and thank yous. We're teaching kids to be these children that we raise are going out and they're going to be people that other people have to deal with on a daily basis. And we want them to have manners and morals and, um, but we'll get that to that in a minute. Um, but we want them to have manners and we want them to impress people. We don't want people being like, yeah, they weren't that impressive. No, we want our child to impress people. We want them to leave, a mark on society and on each other and starting with please and thank you is a big part of that Uh, at least I think so quit whining and stop complaining oh man now being your child's first and most important teacher means that you're setting the example and let me tell you when it comes to the quit whining and stop complaining category I need to get my act together a little bit because I definitely whine too much especially about dumb little things like when the wi-fi goes down oh the plight of the millennial when the wi-fi goes down oh I hate I hate being a millennial like it that I know people say that's a strong word like I really do I loathe it because I don't want to be this person that can't handle not living with Wi-Fi or can't uh, handle, you know, working for what I need. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, you know, the Wi-Fi goes down and we're like, oh, you can't watch TV. We should go outside. We should stop complaining. We should find something to do. We need to stop complaining. Quit whining. One of the worst things that my daughter does is whine and it drives me insane. But. And I know it probably drives you insane too. So we need to stop whining and quit complaining. And hopefully our children will stop whining and quit complaining. Um, do your homework. This does not just mean for our children, we have to 
show them how to do their homework when it comes to their schoolwork, but also do your homework just in life. You know, we have to prepare things when we get to be older and get to be um, adults and we just need to do our homework and work for what we need. And, and, you know, I was told once in college, if you do your work, you'll get good grades, which is true. If you do the work, you will come out okay in most situations. And that's what we need to teach our kids. Do the work, do your best, um, eat your broccoli. Now this one, I don't know if I've, uh, this took me a long time to master, but, um, you know, if Barbara Bush from the grave could give me some pointers on how to get my kids to eat broccoli, I'm all over it. Well, my son eat, would eat broccoli because he's basically a goat and will eat anything. But my daughter switches from day to day because she's four and she, you know, some days she'll eat no problem. And some days it's like, I can never eat again because girls are so dramatic. But yeah, so those and what Jeb said was those little habits lead to bigger things like being kind, always tell the truth, serve others, never disparage anyone, treat yourself, treat others as you would like to be treated and love your God. These things are more moral things. And I think people are always like, what's happening to our world today? What's happening to our world today? Well, nobody has any morals. Nobody has. It's like you do you. And that's cool. Nobody has any morals. When you have morals, then you have something to, to, you know, live by. And, and these are some good things, you know, be kind, always tell the truth. I mean, honesty is the best policy. I mean, lying just puts, you never want your kid to lie. You, you want, your kids to be kind. I know when my daughter says, you know, she comes home from school and she's like, well, this person, she and I were mad at this person. I'm like, well, why are you mad at them? Why are you mad at them? Well, they did this. I'm like, don't worry about it. Because someone told me recently, when they go low, you go high. And I have a situation where I'm trying to do that. But man, is it hard? Man, is it hard to be kind to people who aren't kind to you? And we want our children to be able to rise above and go high when others go low. And it, it's difficult and it's difficult to show them how to do. But those little things like saying please and thank you to people that we don't want to say please and thank you to or stopping complaining, that, that really does help when it comes to telling the truth and serving others and not disparaging people. Oh my gosh not gossiping. I mean, I always say that the eighth commandment was written for me because mama's got a big mouth and, (laughs) and it is hard, but kids learn how to make fun of other people from mom, you know, from mom and dad, from hearing us talking. And so we have to be careful. Um, treat others as yourself, you know, or as you would like to be treated. That one's easy and love your God. And, and I think that these are, I mean, I was listening to that and I was like, Yes, if I, you know, she taught her kids to do these things and have they been perfect at them? Probably not. But this is what they remember about their mother. And I hope that I can instill at least half of these things into my children because these are wonderful, wonderful things. And I think that um, Barbara is a good role model for us moms in that way um, because 
it's those older values like looking people in the eye, I mean, and shaking hands and, and that are going to help people go far. You know, you want to surprise people, you want to impress people. And that's what we need to be teaching our children and not, not that we need to make them rocket scientists. And if they are fantastic, but just, we need to do our best. And, and it's hard and it's scary. And I'm like, how am I? I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I live up to Barbara Bush? Well, I don't have to live up to Barbara Bush, but I can take these pointers from her and try to, you know, work on them. So, you know, maybe this week we work on setting up straight or next week we work on our please and thank yous. It all depends on what age your child is. Um, but yeah, so just something to think about. Um, from this courageous and wonderful lady that has passed on to go with her Lord. And I think, um, just something to think about. And I, I hope to read her book soon and maybe I'll share some of that with you when I'm reading it. But yeah. And she was a funny lady. Um, I heard, I know that this has been all over the news and I, if you've heard it, then I apologize. But one of the things that I heard recently was she went to the doctor and the doctor asked her, well, why is George W. like you? And she's like, well, it's probably because I smoke and drank for my entire pregnancy. <laughs> and now that's completely unheard of because all the research we had, but she's making a nice little joke there. All those women smoke and drink and, you know, I miss a prenatal vitamin. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're gonna come out missing a leg because I missed a prenatal vitamin. Oh my gosh. The things you worry about when you're pregnant. I, oh my gosh, I turn into the worst hypochondriac when I'm pregnant. Like I'll get a leg cramp. I'm like, I have a blood clot. I have a blood clot. It is terrible. Like, the hypochondria when I am a pregnant woman is crazy out of control. And it's just because you're so scared of that little life inside of you being okay. Like your, your mommy instincts like shoot up. And, and when you're first, when you're pregnant with your first, it's the scariest thing ever because you're just like, I have no idea how this feels. And then the next one comes along and it feels absolutely nothing like the first one. And so anyway, the kids, the kids are making you crazy from day one. I used to tell my my students when I was teaching, one of them was like, Mrs. Wallenberg, my mom is crazy. She said that she's going to follow me around when I start driving in another car. I'm like, well, you know how she became crazy, right? And they're like, how? And I'm like, you, as soon as they're pregnant with you, they become crazy. I'm guilty of it. I was pregnant at the time. I'm like, I'm guilty of it. I'm already crazy because I am so protective and worried of this little being inside of me oh it's scary it's terrifying anyway so another thing that was in the news this week was the airlines so Allegiant Airlines was on 60 Minutes which that makes me sound like an old lady but as a as a good millennial I didn't watch 60 Minutes I saw the article on Facebook at like four in the morning when Zach got up because he was teething and um Allegiant is going through some issues with their safety regulations and I guess the FFA wasn't regulating them enough so 60 minutes went after them and um but Allegiant Allegiant's not my style because they are like more of a piecemeal type airline it's cheap but you have to pay for you know a carry-on an umbrella your shoes I don't know I'm just kidding but they they make you pay for pretty much every extra there's no snacks um they only have like three flights a week um 
And they usually only go to places like Florida and stuff like that. And a lot of people like them, but, and they'll probably be cracking down on them now. But um, I was like, oh man, if Allegiant's not safe, well, who, I, I shared it. And I was, I was worried about some of my friends who fly Allegiant. Well, then a couple days later, a lady dies on a Southwest flight because an engine blew up and she got half sucked out the plane. Oh my gosh. So now, you know, we're all like, what about all of us who just booked a Southwest flight? And, you know, I'm scared about it. And then, and then a couple days later, I'm thinking about, and I'm talking to some people and I'm thinking about, I have more of a chance of dying on my way to the airport in a vehicle than I do in an in an airplane. Now, let's think about the airplane for a second. The airplane is a metal tube that flies 30,000 feet in the air. The miracle of flight is safer. A metal tube flying through the air at a ridiculous speed is safer than than driving. Now, that tells me two things. One, flight really is a miracle, and two, people need to shape it up when it comes to driving holy cow but anyway (laughs) take driver's ed people in Missouri didn't have to take driver's ed and in Ohio I had to take like 24 hours behind the wheel with an instructor and like a bunch more hours in classroom and in Missouri you just like have to do 50 hours behind the wheel with a parent no wonder anyway so yeah so I'm not, I still love Southwest and I'm going to fly Southwest, but scary week for, for flying. Um, yikes. Now, my friend Brenda came up to me this week and she said, Hey Katie, you want to go do yoga with me? I'm like, sure. I'm game for yoga. I like yoga. I've done yoga before. It's a, it's a nice thing. I, I like to do. I especially think yoga is great because it's stretching and it's not like, cardio where I'm trying to run and then I die um I like yoga because you're like stretching and all of a sudden you're sweating and you're like man I'm getting a workout so I enjoy yoga it's nice so I said to Brenda oh yeah I'm, I'm game for yoga and she's like well it's it's hot yoga I'm like what I, I, I don't do hot yoga I know what hot yoga is I'm, I'm not doing hot yoga she's like oh it, maybe it, it's for beginners it's like warm yoga I'm like okay Let's rewind again. Hot yoga, warm yoga really, really just isn't, isn't going to do it for me. Like when I did regular yoga, I was sweating. Now put me in a hot room with sweaty people and have me do yoga. That's not going to work because I am going to pass out. I'm going to pass out like hot yoga. It's just, it's going to happen. I did Zumba once and I wasn't properly hydrated and I almost passed out, you know, to the point where you're like, your ears are starting to plug up and you're seeing spots like, yeah. Can you imagine hot yoga? Absolutely not. So I look up hot yoga online. I just Googled it and Wikipedia says a couple things. Hot yoga typically leads to profuse sweating. Now, When I have the opportunity to avoid profuse sweating, I like to avoid it. I mean, yeah, after a good workout, it's all right. But like when I when I know that hot yoga is going to produce profuse sweating, not not really my thing. Not I I really am like, "Eh, I don't want to go sweat like seven buckets of sweat this evening. Um, 
And then the other thing that I thought was interesting was it said, during hot yoga practice, it is common to feel nauseous or dizzy. Yeah, because that sounds like something that I want to do. You know what? Yeah, guys, let's go. Let's go stretch until I feel dizzy and nauseous and I want to die. No, 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 no. You know what I need? I need refrigerated yoga. Like, put me in a walk-in fridge and let's yoga it up. I can't do hot yoga. Are you kidding me? Come on. Now, refrigerated yoga is something I can get behind. Like, nice, cool atmosphere, doing some stretches. You know, uh, what are they? Downward dog, downward facing dog and... uh. Oh, what's that one with the uh, the sunrise one? Or Oh, I forget. It's been too long. I used to do yoga. And I do like it, but hot yoga, absolutely not. Let's, let's put me in a refrigerated yoga. That's what I'm going to come up with next. That is, that is the key to my success. Refrigerated yoga. You'll be hearing about it. Believe me, I need to get like a patent or a copyright on that so nobody steals my idea for refrigerated yoga. Hot yoga is not happening. Anyway, so that's all the time we have for today. Uh, I wanted to close out with a quote from Barbara Bush since we talked about her today and since she um, she went to be with the Lord this week. So I thought it'd be nice to close with a quote from her. So her, one of her famous quotes is, At the end of the life, your life, You will never regret not having passed one more test, not winning one more verdict, or not closing one more deal. You will regret the time not spent with a husband, a friend, a child, or a parent. So put down your mops and your brooms and everything and just snuggle that baby and enjoy your family. Hope you can listen next week.